from high atop 107 Columbia, with an eye on Eagle Street, welcome to the home of the Nipty Practice Tips. Today we're going to be discussing impeaching the defendant's witnesses with the defendant's statement. Can you really do this? Well, let's take a look. Let's suppose a defendant makes an exculpatory statement to law enforcement officers at the time of his or her arrest, but chooses not to testify at trial. Instead, the defendant presents evidence to other witnesses that is inconsistent with that statement that was made at the time of the arrest. What can you do to refute the new defense presented by these witnesses? We start with a basic rule of evidence that you are not permitted to impeach any witness with the statement made by another witness. However, in cases like this, on your rebuttal case, you are permitted to introduce the defendant's out-of-court statement if it passes constitutional scrutiny that is inconsistent with what the witnesses testify to at trial. It is not considered a technical impeachment of the testifying witness, but rather an admission by the defendant which discredits or basically impeaches the evidence presented by that witness. Since this admission is direct evidence, the defense must be served with notice pursuant to 71031A so it can challenge the constitutionality of the manner in which the statement was secured by law enforcement. If you did not serve notice at the outset of the case, or even if you did but withdrew notice due to a lack of intent on your part to use it, you are permitted to serve or reserve notice once the defense presents their witnesses with testimony that is inconsistent with the defendant's statement. This is one of the good cause exceptions to the general 15-day rule relating to the timeliness of the CPL 71030 notices. Under these facts, there was no reason to serve notice until the defense witnesses testified and turned the originally exculpatory statement into an admission. This type of admission is usually in the form of an exculpatory statement made at the time of arrest by the defendant. At the outset of the case, such a statement is not going to be helpful to the people, so you may very well not have served 71030 notice because you had no intention of introducing it on your direct case at trial. As noted, it only becomes relevant when the defendant introduces his or her new position or new defense at trial with witnesses other than the defendant. You do not confront the defendant's witnesses with the defendant's statement. This is neither needed nor appropriate, because they did not make the statement and no foundation is required, as would be, for general impeachment evidence of a particular witness. Rather, on your rebuttal case, you are introducing it as an admission of the defendant. In the case of People v. Soriano, a First Department decision from 2007, the court wrote, the statement was proper rebuttal, notwithstanding that it was not made by any witness called by defendant since it was offered to discredit the justification defense by suggesting that the testimony on which the defense rested was fabricated after defendant abandoned his original plan to deny involvement in the victim's death. A party has the right to impeach or discredit the testimony of an opponent, and such evidence is always competent. For decisional authority, more case examples, and an expanded discussion of admissions generally, Please see the memo entitled, Admissions. Good luck, and stay ready, my friends. Excuse me while I kiss the